Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We are your hosts. I am Shauna. And I'm Adele. Welcome to another podcast. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, Same here. We don't have the coronavirus, so that's, we're already winning. It's because I've been drinking mezcal <laughs> so much. That's the antiseptic. Oh my God, that's great. It keeps yeah. you alive. I, th- I think I had the coronavirus before the coronavirus was In? a thing. Yeah, before it was super <laughs> cool, like it is now. I think you might have, because you were fucking sick as a fucking... Yeah, that was like three months ago. So sick. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a early a fresh starter. Maybe you brought that coronavirus to this country, you don't even know it. Maybe. I don't know. That'd be a shame. I gotta Sorry. say, <laughs> dude, the other day when I was working, it was last call, it was 1.30, and there was this guy who was sitting like right in front, like kind of like in front of me, and this dude like sneezed on me. He's like, I was like, Ugh! and I'm like, are you fucking cool. serious? We're Not like in cool. the middle of a pandemic, you're gonna sneeze on me? Not cool. And literally people around him just clear the fuck out. We're just like, Ugh. and then I was like, I'm gonna let it slide, you know, maybe you we can, need to. We can use this. I'm, I feel sneezes coming up when I'm going to like <laughs> Last <call>. Santa Monica. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Then um, he sneezes again. And I'm like, okay, like you're going to give me this virus. I'm going to die. Whatever. So then he leaves. And he leaves a bag behind. I open the bag and there's Claritin, vitamin C, Dake, or NyQuil. Bag? I mean, we had to because I had to put it in lost and found. And I was like, this motherfucker, not only did you sneeze on me, you like actively went to the pharmacy because you said I am sick and your next thought was I'm going to go to the bar which is a crowded place and sit and fucking sneeze on the bartender I was so mad that ain't right but also maybe if he was drinking mezcal everyone would be better he was actually drinking yeah. mezcal ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious uh, let's see what's been going on in my life these days not much I oh I had a weird one this week I haven't had a weird one in a while since like since I've been changed jobs a few times uh, but this is a weird one I had some these two older dudes. What do they call them? Uh, boomers. <laughs> had a couple of boomers. <laughs> boomers. Boom. Bumber. Boomers. Um, and uh, sorry, I I don't know if I like that term. I don't, I I don't know if I. Uh, whatever. What boomers? Boomers. Yeah. Is that? Well, it's a it's a, it's like a, a generation of kids that were born with people coming baby back boomers. from the war. So baby boomers. Yeah. Like them boomers. Yeah, but it seems like it has a negative connotation. Was well, because they're a bunch of assholes and they oh, want that connotation. Oh no. Poor that, boomer, baby I mean, boomers. Poor baby boomers. No, I mean it's a term. Whether <laughs> it's a negative or positive connotation is well, arbitrary. Well, these two, I'll say if it's a negative connotation for the word boomers, sure, they're boomers because they were like little punk asses. Uh and anyway, well, just one of them. One of them was nice, but the, the dude like was super old. <laughs> he wasn't like that old. He was just older. And uh he he comes in like already. I'm like, oh, these guys been drinking. And I'm and they're like, whoa, this is the only bar open right now downtown. And I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but but okay, fair, you found us. That's cool. But they were loud, obnoxious. I'm like, cool, whatever. I serve them a drink. They're like, let me get some beers. And I'm like, okay, what kind of beers? They're like, cooler slides. I'm like, I got hams. And they're like, cool. Hams is cool. And I'm like, yeah. So I gave him And then the other dude comes back from his bathroom. He's like yelling down the hall. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so then he orders, did you guys make a gold rush? I had one down the street and it was great. I'm like, already calling your bluff. You told me there were no bars open downtown. You were just at a bar. And then then they kept saying, he's like, my buddy wants a gold rush too. And he's like, no, I've been drinking. I'm drunk. I don't want a gold rush. And then he's like, 
he'll have a gold rush. Oh, no, he'll have one. He'll have one. I'm like, you're, he's telling you you don't want to fucking drink. Don't make him drink. You know, so I look at his buddy. You want to drink? Tell me. You want to drink? You need to tell me that you want to drink, you know? And he's like, okay, y'all have one. I'm like, all right. So I made him two drinks. They still got their beers. The guy goes, I'm going to have another drink or whatever. I'm like, okay, uh, sure. And you know, I started making another gold rush. And I started thinking about, I'm like, you know what? What if these guys are cops? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't serve them. I was like, I don't think I'm going to serve him another drink. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm like, if he's a cop, he's he's visibly intoxicated. Because so. that's how they, they like t- test you, right? They come in yeah. act, like visibly intoxicated. Right. And then they see, I mean, from what I know, it's only if your bar's like already got a bunch of penalties from it. I don't know. I'm not going to put anything past anyone, you know? So I made the drink. I poured it in the glass. And then I like stopped and I looked at the guy. And I was like, if this guy's a cop and I serve him this drink, I'm going to get a ticket. Because this is everything I know as a, a visibly intoxicated human being is how they act. If this person was maybe like younger, you know, one of my friends or something, fuck yeah, I would have served them another drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're having a good time. You know, they're annoying. They're loud, whatever. But they're still having a good time. I probably definitely would have given them another drink. This guy, though, call me like whatever. I don't know. Like, but th- I had that feeling. I was like, don't serve this dude another drink. And so I went over there. I was like, hey, man, I'm like, you still have that beer. I'm like, I, I'm not going to be able to serve you another drink. You're still drinking that beer and you're visibly intoxicated. Legally, I can't serve you another drink. And he's like, what? You're only going to serve me a, one drink? And I was like, well, technically, you've had two drinks. You have a beer and a fucking <laughs> another. You already drank your other drink. That's two drinks. And then he was kind of like set back a little bit. Like you could tell he was thinking like, am I that drunk? You know? And then his buddies kind of starts judging him a little bit. No, no. Then he goes, I'm not driving. And I was like, congratulations i'm really glad you are dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so then i kind of walked away i'm like just drink your water sip on your beer i'm not gonna take your beer away i'm like but i'm just not gonna serve you another drink and he's like okay and so i thought that was it he behaved pretty fairly you know so then i'm walking past and his beer's crushed pushed forward on the bar and i look at him and he looks at me and he sits up real straight in his chair like he's real sober <laughs> And he has his arms crossed because he's an old assertive man. And he says, I'm ready. That's what he says to me. I'm nope. ready. I'm ready. And I look at him. I go, oh, yeah. What are you ready for? <laughs> and he goes, I'm ready for my next drink. And he's sizing me up, you know. Oh, he's like, and, like uh, challenging. You. Yeah, he's challenging me, and he and he's he's like, "Is this girl not gonna serve me my next drink?" You know, and I was like, "Okay," I'm like, "Yeah, no, sorry, man." I'm like, "I'm not serving you another drink. It's not happening." And uh, and he's like, "I'm walking. I'm not driving. I'm walking." I'm like, "Okay, I I understand. Congratulations. That's really good. I'm really glad you're not gonna be behind a wheel, but." Legally, I can't serve you another drink. You know, I'm sorry, but like, you know, here's, you know, enjoy some water. Like, there's nothing I could do here, you know. And then he's, you could tell he was not happy. And so, <laughs> and but then I like look at his buddy and I'm like, come on, buddy. This is when you come hate, help me out, man. And his buddy was silent. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm done talking here. So I turned around, walked to the other side of the bar, kind of like thought in my head. <laughs> Uh, okay, I hope this is the end of this, <laughs> you know, and then uh, that will show him. Yeah. And I'm like, so there, you know, that's when the anxiety is raised because you don't know what's going to happen after you cut somebody off. 
And then he, I hear yelling across from the other side of the bar. He goes, well, I'm going to get my check now. And I'm like, oh, cool. You're going to pay your bill? Cool. That's cool. And then he goes, but there's not going to be a tip. And I, and, then I, and then I yelled across the whole bar with everyone else in the bar. I'm like, oh, no, that's totally fine, sir. I wasn't expecting one anyways. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, and so then he signed his check, but he he couldn't even write his his signature was so bad because he was drunk. He was drunk. Was this like towards the last call? No, it was like it was like six in the after. Or oh, that was way too early <laughs> to be that drunk, man. There's no bars open in downtown at six p.m. Oh, okay, what a dick. Yeah. So then he, then he stumbled out of the bar, and his friend was like. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, you could have said sorry a little bit more with some cash on the bar, bro. But apparently you're dick, too. <laughs> oh, that's man. freaking awesome. Yeah. That's, Epic. Yep. That's Sunday afternoon for you. Uh, but what happened to happy brunches? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to happy brunches? That, no more. No more bottomless mimosas. Nope. Everyone's stopped at the puke. And then that's that. <laughs> they figure it out. Yeah. But yeah. So, th- yeah, that's been that was a fun one. And what's more fun than more stories? I love stories. I, th- I think it's the most fun. We're here for them. Yeah. We live for them. And we're not the only ones with them. Nope. Nope. Hell no. Mm-mm. We got Luis. Yo, 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 yo. I don't know your last name. Uh, Del Pozo. I know it's a long one. Del Pozo. Yes. Yeah. Luis Del Pozo. Luis Del Pozo. We talked so much before this podcast getting to know each other, but I didn't even ask your last name. It's all good. No it's worries. like I know you already. Yeah. No, no worries. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, I don't like to answer questions unless they're directly asked. Yeah, exactly. Asked of you. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like one of those. I'm the like, opposite. I just go, yeah, I'm 36. What? <laughs> and then they're like, why did you like, ask you? 5'3, size 6. Like, what? Yeah, I'm okay just being, you know, there and just <laughs> seeing how the whole situation goes and then going from there. I, I enjoy succulents, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I water them once a day. Once a day. Oh, you didn't water them? <laughs> Sorry. The fuck, bro? <laughs> but yeah, no, my name is Luis Del Pozo, and um, I'm here representing Gracias Madre, and super happy to be here. Yeah. A shout out to all my teammates. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be uh, sitting here. So, hey, uh, Julian, Marvin, Jade, Danielle, and Sasha, and Chef Allen, and Chef Eric. I appreciate you guys, and super happy to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Dream team. Thank Dream you for team. covering the shift so you can make the drive. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and to clarify, you're a grass Madre in Huntington Beach. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so you trekked a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're super happy to be there. And, you know, more than anything, just uh, showcase what we're really about in a place that you wouldn't really see agave spirits in the way they're being seen. I have never really been in Huntington. Huntington? Huntington. 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 <laughs> Orange County. How do you say that? Huntington. 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 Like hun? Just oh, yeah. don't think of Huntington. Huntington. Just, Just say Huntington. 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 It sounds so weird to me. I know. <laughs> but we're in Newport, but that's super close to us, so it's all good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Newport. We'll just yeah. say that. Okay. Newport's super easy. It's more pinkies up. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. Not really. I'm going to drink this. Let's call drink pinkies up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, we're looking in Newport Beach, and um, we're doing our thing. Okay, Gracias Madre, what is that about over there in Newport? You guys are like, obviously have the the reputation of a premier mezcal tequila agave based bar, right? Yeah, totally. Well, obviously we have one in West Hollywood, uh, which Max, shout out to Max. Yeah, Max. We, we know He's Max. fucking amazing and I love him. And so he runs uh, West Hollywood and then I run Newport Beach. And so, you know, we're really all about sustainability and making sure that the 
distilleries we showcase in our bar programs are practicing sustainable agave practices. And more than anything, just showing light to, you know, what brands are not normally shown. So, for example, we don't see big brands like, you know, normally Patron, Don Julio, and, you know, Casadores. Or, you know, I'm not here to bad name any brands, but it's just brands that we don't partner up with for obvious reasons that we showcase in our menus. And so, you know, we'll let our people that visit our restaurant freedom. What a cool way to get exposed to smaller brands, too, because a lot of times it's more a little more difficult. Like on your own time, you go to a liquor store, you see this wall of agave spirits, tequilas, mezcals, tolls, uh, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to get. And you can go to Gracias Madre and the bartenders are knowledgeable. They'll know where to direct you. You know, you, yeah. you're incredibly knowledgeable. You're running that stuff. Well, I mean, more than anything, it's like um, everything has a story, right? And so we showcase more on the story behind the bottle. And we try to tell it in a way where guests are able to understand it in an approachable way without being uh, forced to feel like they are belittled. Well, I think that's really cool because then your staff has to be very well trained. So if I come in, hey, can I get X big brand? We don't have that, but here's this also really amazing, like, you know, whatever agave distillate, and this is a story behind it. So you have to have that quick knowledge to be able to educate people. And there is a challenge that comes with that because you can use just be like, no, we don't have that. And then that conversation ends, but you have to be, we don't have that, but try this really cool blah, 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 that comes from blah, blah, blah. And this yeah. is what, ha- you know what I mean? Totally. No. And, um, what makes a difference about, um, my team in general, and you know, I could be biased about my team, but, uh, what really makes a difference is they genuinely care about the craft and in general, as far as what we represent. So everything is second nature. They're able to express it without even thinking about it. What is the training process for somebody in your staff? Obviously, everyone has a love for the, the agave spirits to just be in there, I would imagine. But I'm sure there is a pretty extensive training process to be able to learn so much about these spirits. Well, in a way, it's extensive without being so overworked. And I mean it in the nicest way as far as like, you know, even when I was thinking of my team when I was first starting up, I only had a month to set up the bar. And so, you know, what I thought of is like, well, I really am into classic cocktails. And so I wanted to be able to show classic cocktails in a form with what I was already being able to use. And so I couldn't have my bartenders just be rock stars because at the end of the day, we know that a lot of rock stars have egos and I didn't have enough time to play around egos. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> right? Who, me? right excuse me me uh, yeah and I'll so i'll take that in my dressing room right right <laughs> no and then we fall into the other side of this <laughs> i didn't have my casadores or whatever you have on hand okay i'm not gonna go to la without having a hotel room provided for me <laughs> no so and and then and we fall into the other side of the coin where i couldn't just have my bartenders just be bartenders and i see i say that in the nicest way as far as there's different forms of styles of bartending, you know. We got all kinds of styles from dive bar to high volume craft to craft to lounge to high volume restaurant, you know. And all aspects are all welcome. But when we're talking about a all agave bar program and talking about the kind of specifics that I was looking for, I couldn't just have someone that knows how to follow recipes. I need to have someone that has a strong foundation on classic cocktails and just really can grasp on Hey, we're, this is a riff on an old fashioned. Cool. You know, the base, I don't have to explain it, you know, and it makes a big difference. 
So having that and that be in the middle on top of just being genuine good people was really what I was looking for. And, and having, you achieved all that? You've achieved that? I can honestly say I achieved it and wow. my team can um, vouch for me. And even if they don't vouch for me, I know I did it because um, I'm able to hear, uh, be here and talk to you about it and yeah. not have to be in my bar. Well, I mean, just knowing you for the what hour that I've, that I've met you just now, I'm sure that they just adore you <laughs> i hope so <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd want to be on your team yeah hiring i mean and then more than anything i'm all about being approachable and just being open to anything because to be honest i don't know everything and that's what makes it so appealing in the business i like to have a balance i like to make sure that i'm able to execute what i need to execute when i need to and step aside and and just enjoy my life when i can i thank my wife for that because if I wasn't for her, I wouldn't really be in a good balance scenario. And is she a bartender? She is not. She works at Lifetime and she's a supervisor for the daycare. And so we have opposite schedules. But for some reason, we're able to find time for each other. Aww. And um, yeah, I mean, more than anything, like even time right now, like I could be spending with her. But she knows that you know, I wanted to do this. And so she understands it. Thanks, wife. Yeah, yeah, thanks, wifey. Yeah, wifey. Yeah. And so I it, think that's important in our industry. It really is. And so, you know, sometimes it sucks because I in, in the position that I'm in at Crosses Madre, I'm able to talk to all these kinds of beautiful brands and really showcase what they're about. And there's all these events that come up within short notice that I really want to attend to. But, you know, sometimes I can't because I want to have that balance. And and that balance really allows me to really fully be dedicated to when I'm on actually on premise and well, and it keeps your sanity exactly. And I and feel when, you, like, when you're there, you are firing at all capacities exactly. And I'm able to just execute, and I'm I mean that execute and not a robotic uh, manner, but in a manner where you know I was just telling you we weren't on air. Um, we're always on stage. You never know who's watching. And I tell this to my staff in a joking way, but in reality, we're always on stage. You could be messing up and for some reason a guest won't order a drink from you. Or, you know, you could be somewhere drinking a drink and because you talk so nicely and you're so nice to someone, they just are willing to visit you. You know, you don't never know what kind of impact you're going to have in a guest. Or who knows who. Or who knows who. who you talk about. It's, yeah, it's a small. It's a small world that we yeah. don't really grasp sometimes and we have to really step back and, and think. And so in that in that sense, I'm super grateful for having that balance because it allows me to really dedicate my time to my work and my and what I'm all about and at the same time give my staff what they need in case they need it. Well done. And I mean you're talking about balancing work and uh home life and everything and we've talked about how you're managing Gracias Madre. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to just stop there, are you? <laughs> no, um, I you know, can tell. Um I and to be honest, I, I forgot to shout out to someone else that's not a Gracias Madre, Ruben uh, Ruben Bazell, he's from Miami, but he fucking runs an amazing bar program at CDM with Simone. And um, I'm super happy to have him on board because he's really the guy that gave me the spark as far as, uh, you know, giving you the aspect of why you do things for reasons, not just because you do them. And it really makes a difference in a bartending setting. You're able to express yourself and guests can really attract to that. And they're gravitated to it. And they're like, damn, this guy has something. And I really want to have the next drink he makes. I fucking shouldn't have gotten a beer, you know, and yeah. that's, that's freaking awesome feeling without even having to say it. And and I think and then him, those those relationships end up turning just from that one serving of a cocktail and maybe even just a conversation, a sentence that creates a relationship. 
And down the line, I've said it many times before, those interactions with people end up turning into like lifetime friendships. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> when you're not spending time with the wifey, the gracias madre, and <laughs> you are also spending your time with something we sipped on earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, it's something I, be, uh, I really want to focus more on now that I kind of have my time dialed in. Um, the gracias madre really has allowed me and 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 i'm super thankful to be a part of it but now that i'm able to dial in my time in um i really want to focus on mestiza um mestiza mezcal is you know the brand that i'm partnered up with and um all thanks to alex castellanos who is the owner and the guy that is behind this beautiful mezcal this beautiful juice this juice this juice and so, um, I mean, uh, the story even goes beyond just the spirit itself. Uh, I come from Orange County. I grew up in Mission Viejo. I went to Mission Viejo High School, and so did uh, Alex. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, Alex went to uh, Mission Viejo High School. Oh, and, no and so we, he was a football jock. I was a soccer jock. We always passed each other. Uh, I knew of him. He knew of me. Fast forward to I'm bartending now. Yeah. He's he's exporting mangoes around the world, traveling the world. Oh, he's a mango man. He's a mango man. Uh, Mangonado. I always I need a mango man. You need a mango man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's freaking awesome. And so one day he hits me up on Insta because Instagram is where a lot of business happens. So actually. much. It's great. We've done everything on Instagram. But seriously. It's crazy. I mean, and it's a beautiful thing and if you do it the right way. And so he hits me up on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, bro, I got a mezcal. Do you want to? Do you want to taste it?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I'm always the one. That, sure, I'm always fuck. down. I'm always <laughs> Come down." Come on now. Um, meanwhile, he had already been doing this in NorCal, but he hadn't really done it in OC yet. Oh no, kidding! And okay. so he wanted in as far as like where to go within our area, and like we talked about, our area is very niche. You got to know the right person or know someone, and they'll spread you out to Was wherever this and everyone. Pre or after uh, Gracias Madre? Um, this was when I was still working at the lounge bar and this was AC hotel and I was just basically doing what I did at Grasses Madre without the title and just because I care. I, 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 anything that I'm in, I fully give it my all without even thinking of like, how much money am I making? And are they caring? You know, I just do it cause I, I like to, and I worry about everything else later. You know, that's the, the mentality I have. Yeah, because um, it'll pay off. It will pay off eventually. Yeah. And so, like I said, I really worry about quality because if I focus on, you know, my service and everything else, everything else will fall in hand. So that's really where I'm all about. So Alex comes up to me. He's like, yeah, I got this. And so we set up a meeting. He tells me the story. And, and the story really is it took about three years for him to fully get everything he needed from. He's a uh, exporter and distributor. So he's able to you know, really cut down the middleman, which is awesome because it allows you to have a premium product without worrying about cost. And it allows you to have a premium product without thinking it's a well. Main reason why I have it at Gracias is because I use it as a, my premium well. Because it really That's is a nice. premium. Yeah, yeah, it's a premium well. You may not know the name of it, but it's freaking amazing. So he he tasted me on it. And Mestiza really is a, a Spanish revolutionary, you know, that was a soldier in the Mexican Revolutionary War, you know, and so it's a mixto. Uh, mixto is a mix, and so um, fun fact is, women run this distillery, and so that's why he wanted to find a way to f uh, show homage to women that are not really shown homage in in a, a male uh, predominant uh, world mm -hmm. in in the in the distillery world. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's freaking amazing. And who run the world? <laughs> yeah, right. And so he he did this in a very intricate, nice way without being like in your face. You know, he just does it in a subtle way. Um, you really have to tell a story to understand it. And, sure. And um, he also gives a lot back to you know who makes it, which a lot of the times you don't hear so much within you know mainstream brands. Yeah, and, and, and also who drinks it. Exactly, right? And so, um, you know, that was something so nice and beautiful that I hadn't really heard of, and I really wanted to be part of it. And so what made it special for me was it, I was his first accountant in OC. And so I was like, yo, Alex, I want to be part of this. Let me, let me f- find ways to, you know, expand this and, you know, really just showcase this around the, the bars that I know really will um, – enjoy this in the right manner because you don't need to be in every bar and that's the main thing i i wanted i want him to understand that you don't need to be in a lot of bars to find success you need to find the bars that will we'll sell it will sell it and be able to tell if, the story that you yeah, need to if, tell if the bartenders are stoked on it they're gonna sell it exactly and and that's really what i wanted him to understand because he had a different perception of what oc was like and OC is very niche, but at the same time, very welcoming and, and beautiful in its own right. And so um, I'm super happy to be a part of, you know, the community that I'm in. And and that's really what I wanted him to feel. And and I think we've able to execute it within, you know, eight month period. And this was last year in maybe September. Oh, no kidding. That's when it launched? That's when it started launching in OC. Oh, wow. And okay. so I think uh, we've done a really good job in showcasing it within our bars. And just, you know, we recently just had an, uh, a Oaxaca Invitational where we had the best of the best bartenders that showcase Mestiza in NorCal and then the best bartenders that showcase in South Orange County. Cool. Um, and then the... The throwdown would be in Oaxaca, so they, uh, ah. yeah, it's freaking amazing, and and um, I was super happy to. Adele's been throwing down lately. Yeah, well, Adele, maybe you know, if you want to, I have so a bottle. Down. I'll give you a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice, bro. Yeah, and so um, that's kind of pretty much how I started working with Mestiza. It was just a full round circle because you never know who you're going to be dealing with, and at the same time, you know if. If you know the right people and, and are able to communicate your yourself in a way where you're able to express what you really want without being forceful and yeah. just being yourself. Or pretentious. Or pretentious, you know, because... Uh, just fight, figure out what you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and then talk about it. Yeah, and exactly. do it. Yeah, just, just do it. That's another topic that I love to touch on because... Um, Would it have something to do with the story? It does, oh actually. I know, right? <laughs> Tucktails. Yeah, I know. Coming I, in your ear holes. Wait, hot. You like stories? Wait, I do like stories. Do you? Is it that time? To Should we settle down? And get something to drink? Yeah. Up to you. Maybe some yeah. Mestiza Mezcal? Ooh, let's do it. I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, grab yourself something to drink. And uh, let's go on a magical, sometimes insane world <laughs> of bartending. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need something to drink. We need. We need to settle down. God. When are we ever gonna settle down? Never. I'll never settle down. So the topic is talking about something you like. Oh, wait. That's the topic. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. To be honest, I have. I've have, and I had amazing bartender staff that they know who they are and i know they're listening they have way more knowledge of what i know 
And because they don't do it, it forces them to fall behind just because they don't just start somewhere. And I find it more gratifying now that in the position that I'm in, finding ways where I'm able to express the things that I want to express in a very educational way. And they're able to grow because if they're not growing, I'm not growing. And I failed in my position. And and the reality is my wife even says this is if you're not OK that with them taking your job, then you're you're failing. So in reality, I really want them to take my job because in, in reality, everyone should be learning. And I've done my job and my job is the next step. And I really want to one day have my own bar and and just showcase what I'm all about. And, you know, in an intimate setting, you know, and this is really just another step. That is fantastic. I love Wise that. words. Wise that words. Like, Wise words. I love that because you said earlier about the ego thing. And as much as like, I don't want to like propagate a stereotype of bartenders is very true there's a lot of egos but like that mentality of like no let's all grow together the more you grow the more i grow like yeah. it's so empowering and it's like your staff is very lucky to to have a leader like and that. more than anything like that's what i want to have you know because in the end day you're influenced by your inner circle so what what happened what happened with this whole philosophy has anyone has anyone grown their wings and flown, flown the away. coop i've seen some growth and it's been amazing and Did you cry? you're like my little baby yeah, I mean, and I think he knows and everyone knows, but all of them have grown in their own right. Uh, I have someone that, you know, she's been wanting to do things, but now actually on her time off is able to do her side hustles as far as like create bar menus and and really just devo- do stuff that I know she can do. When I when I first did her interview, she had this amazing resume that I'm like, I don't need to see this. Like, I already know who you are. Yeah. I want you to be my team. I just want you to understand where, where I'm at and what I want. And that's it. Yeah. And we always joke about the story. Well, we play well together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, and, and and she's all about it, and which is awesome because at the end of the day, I know I can learn from her and she can learn from me. And I that's mean, really what it's all about. I like to point out, too, like, without making, like, a complaining thing, like, I think it's important for female bartenders to feel seen. And when as a, as a female bartender, like, when you see somebody who believes in you, it's really empowering because it can be really scary, especially True. with things like running cocktail programs, competing, uh, things like that, that kind of sort of feel a little bit more, like, uh, you know, male dominant. Like, it's really it's, cool to be seen. It's by not, no, I believe it. It's not, like, a uh, necessarily a cultural thing for women at least I can speak for myself, but women I know as well have said the same thing. It's not a cultural thing to be a woman and be told to go out there and promote yourself yeah. and to do things it's, your way. It's and, actually and not, it, it's not like, it's more of, you need to stay humble. You like you can small. do cool things, but you need to be humble but not that and cool. not say anything. No. And I believe I missed like, that lesson. <laughs> I love all that. And I'm not just saying this because you just mentioned it, but when I was first starting my team, I really wanted to have a 50, 50. I wanted to have, you know, I started with 12 bartenders. I started with six uh, girls and six guys. Now I'm down to five five bartenders, which is two girls and three guys, including myself. So now six. But, um, you know, I feel like having a dynamic and having a way to really mesh those personalities without really thinking about their gender um, really has allowed me to develop a sense of, okay, well, I saw what worked and what didn't work. And, you know, that's all really you can do. And I'm really thankful for that experience because going with my gut really has allowed me to um, 
move forward. I don't really second guess myself and I really trust my instinct in a way where um, in my head it just seems right. Do you have a story of something that your team collectively have done and accomplished together? You really witnessed your team pull together and help each other? I, I've i been at Gracias for now four months and I took a four-day uh, vacation at Hawaii. And so well, I know, right? Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> well, it was for all good cause. <laughs> no, I mean, stepping aside for four days. And this was this was cited months before even joining in. So it was like a while in. And so like really getting time to step aside and, and not worry about what the fuck is going to happen if I'm not here because I'm making the orders, making sure that you they have everything. Calls? I'm pretty much Papa Bear, you know, and, and yeah, exactly. And I didn't have any night calls or any nothing because, you know, at the end of the day, I got to trust them. And it was just a good test for me. Do you guys have any pranks you play on each other? Um, No, not that I know of yet. It's surprisingly. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like stupid of. bar stuff. Like, for example, like uh, I was talking to one of my bartenders, Julian. He's like, Yo, I find it so gratifying when you guys leave all the glass. We're stuck up. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the little thing. So, I mean, even that little stuff. Like, I, I'm throwing a challenge to your team who's listening. If they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Prank this Prank this motherfucker. Prank him. <laughs> I have my write-ups ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually something I always joke around. Like, That's uh, a write-up. That's a write-up. Uh, I took Marvin <laughs> to the gym and he almost threw up. <laughs> and he texts me from the bathroom I took an Uber home <laughs> and he jokingly just said that and I see him 15 minutes later he's like I was just kidding I'm like good I had a write up ready <laughs> so we always joke around like that and um, uh, Marvin is one of those guys that I, he has something in him that I know people didn't see before and I'm super happy that he's really blossoming because he's oh. really showcasing that that's that growth there. and um I'm I really happy so to much. see that and more than anything you can see it in the way he expresses himself and the way people react to him and he has that glow and I am really really stoked to see his development that's that's a I, I love that you mentioned that because I, I've I've seen that myself and I I've lived that to myself. Like I'm, I've always been a pretty outgoing person, but before I was bartending, I think I was a little bit more like, uh, what's it called? In, in introvert, intro, a little more introverted yeah. unless I was around my, my own circles. Um, but in, in around strangers, I was much more introverted. I just like kind of do things that I wanted to do with myself or my friends right but bartending really has to pull, pulls that out of you it's to insane the place where you have to be comfortable with people and like people are looking at you and you have to start the conversation you have to it, there's no question about it if you don't then you're not going to be making any money i mean i feel like <laughs> so, this is a perfect segue into the psyche yeah know? and i've always thought of like no i don't want to sound fucked up but when i think of sociology or psychology i was like fuck that you know like no i don't want to think about that but no the more i i am into this career and business it's like everything that we do has a reaction to the way we do it and and the way we say it so i'm really finding intriguing in the way that the human psyche feels and the way we do things so from anything from holding the way we hold 
our 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 tools to the way we say things to the way we express cocktails because you could be really knowledgeable in the cocktails you're talking about but very dry so you're already bored yeah or you could be very uh, expressive a and you can say little words and one thing and already be you know more amped up about having that cocktail so finding those closed niches and closed mediums and um, really um fine-tuning what you need to say without compromising the experience really is something that i find more of a uh adrenaline rush and that's something that Ruben and i have really talked about as far as like you know i'm really here to do create a guest experience and just put keep my hand down and just create good shit yeah. at that point it also goes like the other way too like it's so easy to spot a bartender who is very jaded mm-hmm. because like like we were talking earlier like oh do you have a blah, blah, blah brand no, we don't actually. Our concept goes with blah, blah, blah. But we have this and this, but whatever. Agave just says story is blah, blah, blah. Instead of like, no, we don't have that. Right. In the conference, although I do have the knowledge, I'm just going to say no because I don't want to fucking talk to you because I <laughs> fucking hate my job yeah. because I hate my career. Like, yeah. That's so evident and it translates. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it goes both ways. Yep, totally. And I can, and, and to be but honest, all we've around, all been there before. And But this also comes around in the team as a whole though too. It, it doesn't just boil down to one person's like, years in the business or the jadedness that the one person like it comes down when you're working in a bar all the elements have really fucking matter you know yeah. from dishwasher to manager like if everything's in perfect sync doing your job is pretty easy yeah you have the you tools know? that you need and, to and totally. success, you know and like you and your disposition as a bartender will become lighter yeah you know totally i i i fucking agree with that yeah Yeah, that's that was perfectly said (laughs) no and uh it really makes a difference when yeah like when you don't really have to rely on anyone else to do things for you because you know you can handle and 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 you don't have no problem asking for questions yeah um and if you don't know you don't you don't don't feel like an idiot you just go hang on let me figure it out let me me google it let me me get back to you on that one so i think what i want to i want to i think i want to send out a verbal challenge to bartenders listening let's fucking go yeah like uh challenge you i challenge you to bartend for yourself (laughs) bartend how you want to be bartended to yeah, I mean that goes hand in hand with yeah. serving, right? You you provide that service that you would uh, want going to another place. Yeah, and then okay, sure. Some people would be like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> but that's just a personality yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but judge it, like you know, like you don't want to. You also don't want to. I know a million bartenders that sat down at a bar and with a jade bartender that that doesn't talk to them. Be like, dude, I'm sitting here. Oh, no, but I know, feel like a lot has uh, maybe even a lot has to do. They just don't know how to take in social cues. A lot, of, a lot of it has to do with social cues that we don't pick up on, you know. Sometimes people are very not introverted. They're actually, actually very extrovert. They're mm. just having a rough day. Right. You know, it could be an off day. And picking up that social cue that, you know, they want to be talked to, but you just don't know how to pick up on that social cue, mm-hmm. you know. And that's really where the magic happens. Yeah. Just have fun. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day... We're serving keep, booze. Keep, we're, yeah, we're just yeah, yeah, a party. yeah, exactly. Keep your head down and create good shit, really, yeah. at that point. I mean, and, and be proud of what you're doing. Yeah, no. Wise and, man once said, there's a party every night and you get to host it. Mm-hmm. And that's really what bartending is. It really is. Um, to be honest, like, I don't know what else I would be doing. I mean, at the end of the day, I was in, I was in the advertising side. And more than anything, I, I saw that 
even after graduating, I would still be in debt and not be in love with what I do. You might and, as well like what you're doing if you're in debt. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And so I'm I'm fortunate enough to say I'm not in debt and I love what I do. So fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And um, at the end of the day, take uh, that boomers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking baby boomers. <laughs> You old baby boomers. <laughs> you old baby boomers. No, no, no baby boomers. You you give us tips. Be yeah, nice to us. We love you guys. <laughs> well, if you give us tips. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to cut you off and send you on your way. I mean, that's another good segue. People take advantage of that aspect. You know, well, I won't fucking tip you. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll live. If that's, if that's your mentality, then that's yeah. pre- probably don't really want you in the bar, <laughs> so it's okay. You know, and uh, that, her, my feelings in are that not aspect, her. you know, we were talking about different styles of bartending, you know, at, at a very corporate and lounge spot, you know, people would really try to take advantage of that. But they never really had someone that didn't give a fuck. Because at the end of the day, I, I ran that program and, you know, I did what I did because I, there was a purpose behind it. Not because I wanted you to feel entitled, but because I wanted you to have a good experience. And if you didn't see that, that's not my fault. Also, do you know how many recipes bartenders have to memorize? We have a good memory. I will remember your fucking face. Oh, so I remember good everyone. Good luck mm-hmm. next time you come mm-hmm. in, you mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. asshole. I remember everyone that's been horrible to me. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, this <laughs> bitch. I again. mean, I can remember people back 13 years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. For sure. I probably would recognize them. <laughs> like, you make it like if you're being that out of control at a bar, you'll remember them. That is true. That is a very valid point. Yeah. What is your worst nightmare at a bar? I personally don't like it when people try to like dominate the situation with personality. I don't like that. I could deal. I mean, I've been in like the fight situation. That's not fun either. Like when people are like throwing blows and stuff like that. That's not fun because your heart starts pounding, <laughs> you know, the adrenaline really kicks in. So it, it's scary, I guess. It really is. Um, well, the fear but of it's the also unknown. kind of exciting in a way too. part of that element of the job. But I don't like it when people try to dominate you by uh, personality or like by money or like by, you know, like power. sizing you up type like of thing. power, a power trip. Yeah, I think that's my I mean, there's the, the being afraid for my safety really sucks. It's definitely like a nightmare behind a bar. But for me, it's a belittling. How many beers do you have? What beers do you have on tap? Oh, actually, like, here's a menu. And I'm saying that not because I don't want to tell you, but because I'm going to list 10 beers off and you're going to stop listening you're to me. You're going to still look at a list. And yeah. then people go like, no, I want you to tell me. I'm like, no, you just want to fucking tell me how big your dick is. And I do not appreciate that, you fucking <laughs> dick. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I and don't I, like that. I want, I'm curious. Let me ask you. Uh, yeah. A, what is yours? But also, do you think that men have a similar, of uh, that same element of discouragement in the industry? Uh, wait, can you repeat that? I, I'm so, trying to so, find out. Like, uh, I think Adele and I are basically agreeing. It's like this power trip. Yes, a bartender where they try to intimidate you a little bit. I think, I think it depends who they are. If they're by themselves, obviously not. Cause you know, they have no one to show up to, but I obviously, it really just depends on the personality because some people blow your mind of whatever their mouth comes i mean whatever they say out of their mouth you're like oh. you're like, how does that come out like you know are you serious did i hear that right ne- never mind i think the worst is the uh, worst one i've ever done is the guy that called me a cunt oh my god <laughs> that one was the worst oh my god because he was ordering blowjob shots <laughs> and i couldn't make them well, I, asked, <laughs> I didn't have the ingredients <laughs> there, there's people also who do the the <laughs> i, I would have made them too imagine I if you imagine if you were so sarcastic like what you want me to get there and be 
get down on you. He's like, yeah, he's like I need three blowjob shots. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I just can't. I don't have the ingredients. I can't make them. He's like, and they call me cut. Well, can you make a Scooby Doo shot? <laughs> okay, fair those sir. are actually delicious. Okay, fair sir. But you know, you already called me, me a cunt, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Fucking ass. Well, there's some people no, but to be honest, like I think it just depends on the person, and then in the group, obviously the alpha male wants to showcase, of course, you know what they can do. With Wait. I mean, you can belittle people in a different way too. Like my experience with with women, what they do, it's like you give them a drink, and they'll get like a ridiculous modifier, like no sugar or vodka instead of gin or whatever the fuck, right? And you're like, that's gonna taste like shit, but okay. And you make them, and then they drink, and they're like, oh, this is disgusting, <laughs> and you're like. Okay, but you order that and you're belittling me like I gave you purposely a shitty drink. Yeah. Or when you like, let me try oh, this yeah. and it's then like try a, something too, and huh? they like act like it's disgusting. And I'm like, no, that's actually not disgusting. It's just not your palate. Can you stop making the fucking face, you child? You're, that, <laughs> but that's like a very belittling thing that people <laughs> this do. This disgusting. I'm like, can I try I, this wine? This I one's gross. I'm like, take this back, please. Like, no, it's just like, so no, gr- you just don't like yeah, this they, grape or this spirit. Yeah, they the order fuck. like a shitty wine. Like, this is disgusting. Oh, this is so bad. You're like, you Dude, like, like I didn't make it. I, I my response to that all every time, like, that's cool. I'm not offended. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to what you wanted. Why you, you want? You hug? can just say, "I'm sorry, I don't like this." Can you give me something else? No problem. But when you be like, "This is," great. it's all about perception. So I always nod because it's really stuff that you can even just substitute for no reason. Yeah. But you could just say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got oh, you," yeah. and you just make it the no way problem. you were gonna make it anyways. Yeah. And you're like. Oh yeah, this is amazing. Thank times, you so much. Yeah, it comes down to validation. A lot <laughs> of I wonder times. what it would be like to be in the mind of a bartender if they could hear our thoughts. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Inner thoughts from bartenders. Oh, this drink sounds so interesting. Gin, marish, maraschino, 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 maraschino. Uh, Dolding dry, absinthe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I have that? But I don't really like gin. Can I get it with vodka instead? Of course, no problem. I got you covered. I'll make it with just vodka. You won't even have to worry about a thing. Sweet, thanks. This isn't fucking McDonald's. You don't get things your way. Oh my God, just get the drink as you ordered it. We made this drink to make it good for you. You son of a bitch. Why? Oh my God. Okay, my wrist is getting really tired from stirring. What am I ever going to do? Oh my God, it's almost done. Wait. Shit. I made it with gin. Did I make it with gin? I made it with gin. Oh well. All right, here you go. Hope you enjoy it. Sucker. Oh, this is so good. It's so much better with vodka. Sales rep. Hey, I see you uh, have an uh, awesome selection of tequilas, but I was wondering if my ditchery do vodka would find a place in your, you know, back bar. Because, you know, I think we have an awesome packaging and it just goes really well with trend and as far as what the guests or the young people would do. Huh, wow. Oh, okay, a didgeridoo vodka. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, it's it's in a didgeridoo. That that's pretty amazing there. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I'm okay. I'm down. You're here. Let, yeah, sure. Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay, yeah. Uh huh. Um, 
Well, you see, a didgeridoo doesn't really fit on our shelves here at our tequila bar, but uh, I know that, you know, this. you guys have got great packaging. You're a really nice guy. I know you're going to do a really good job selling this didgeridoo vodka. This shit tastes like ram's piss. What the fuck is he trying to sell me? We're, we're in a tequila bar. This dude's trying to sell me some vodka. Does he even drink this? There's no way he drinks this. Who the fuck buys this? Yeah, I mean, you, as you can see for yourself, the package just sells for itself, you know? It, it speaks volumes in the color, and obviously you can see the taste. It tastes delicious, you know? Yeah, I mean, it tastes like something, that's for sure. I wish you luck, and don't bump the didgeridoo on your way out. The server. Ugh. Ugh. Oh my god. Mm. Okay, there's people over there. Uh, that table's over there. I, I've, I have drinks here. There's a ticket there. Uh, there's food coming. Wait, did I put the ticket in? Wait, did I put the food in? Oh my gosh. Hey, uh, excuse me. Hey, uh, bartender. I have a ticket. There's a ticket. There's a ticket. There. God, he doesn't, he's not paying attention to me. Hey, hey, I got, there's a ticket. Hey, hey, there's a ticket. They need drinks. It's coming right up. I already pulled it. I'm making three other cocktails. The yours is next, I promise you. This motherfucker, he thinks I didn't hear him. He thinks I'm going to give this ticket in 30 seconds after he just put it on the POS. I got you in six minutes. I'll take care of it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. There's, there's so many things happening around me right now. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Hey, uh, uh, I need, I need this drink. I need this now. Han, it's coming right up. I have people that I'm serving. These people put in the drinks right before you. Yours is coming right up, I promise you. Also, I'm trying to make drinks. Can you stop distracting me? This person thinks he's opera. And I don't even know what to do right now. I'm freaking five tickets in and I'm barely keeping my composure. So, oh my God, fuck you. And that was Inner Thoughts of a Bartender. Oh my god! Ugh. Oh, get man. get, get out of my brain! Pray for it! Get out of my brain! I'm glad oh nobody my... can hear our thoughts because we are rude motherfuckers. Ooh, no, like, I know. We, we can be, but we try to be as cordial as possible. Yes. Yeah, vocally, yes. we're very cordial. I mean, that's within reason. Got. Yeah. Until I go, get the fuck out of my bar! No, that's the one thing. <laughs> no, because yeah, you, you can kill him with kindness no, in a I very clever that. way. Oh, but you, that's still why be I, a very sarcastic asshole. Oh, yeah. That's which, the whole, which is the my favorite. That's like the response of like, absolutely no problem. I wasn't expecting it to be anyways. Thanks. <laughs> have a great day. Yep. No, but you can even get more crazy than that. Yeah. Like I had this guy. He freaking, he was a big, I'm just painting a picture. He's huge. And um, I served him about maybe like 13 estrellas, but it made it seem like it was 24. <laughs> Let me lot. rephrase that. That's still That's a lot. 13 yeah. beers? He's a big dude. Yeah, okay. but Touché. also, yeah. I've seen like 24 beers being drank before yes. too, so. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so then he's like, at this point, he's like, his tab is like, you know, like 120, which is not bad, but it's but all for 13 drinks? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right, right. And then so I'm like, he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to my room and I'll be right back. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Can you pay your tab before you go to your room? And he's like, what do you mean? 
I put a deposit on my room. This should cover the, the expense of the tab. I'm like, you're high, bro. <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you're fucking an idiot. But um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> but the tab, uh, the, the deposit only covers room charge. The bar tab is separate. He's like, I've been traveling for 20 years. And you, you think you can tell me what I can pay for with my deposit? It doesn't work that way. Like, um, man, blah, blah, am I blah, 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 blah. Should I have been yeah, paying for exactly. all my drinks with a deposit all these years? I know, right? Damn. We fucked up. I and know. so at, at the end of the day, he ended up getting 86 and he still had to pay this tab. But I mean, you never know what you're going to get with. And yeah. yeah. The, the whole cutoff situation is always dicey. You I never I, know. I honestly, I get, I'm not, I am not a confrontational person. So every time I'm, the, that guy's cut off and I'm like, I hope he doesn't get his next drink from me because I'm. it's up to me to cut him off. And when they do, I'm like, fuck. And my just heart starts racing and I'm like no sorry and I'm as sweet as I can possibly be until they turn up the ass when I'm like alright but you can't fucking talk to me you gotta go and then I'm just like and, I, and I'm very much like managers immediately pay grade immediately go to my manager and I'm like this guy's being a fucking dick you need to get him out of here I don't I just don't do well with that confrontation when people are starting to get aggressive and offensive when it's like a like a like a negotiation like listen man i'm not gonna serve you i'll tip you more i know i'm so sorry here's the water blah blah blah. i appreciate your business but no but when it comes to get aggressive and cuss words and 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 when i feel threatened like like my safety uh -huh. is threatened does your blood your like forehead start oh, boiling I just up fucking, and just like i just want to fuck you become like, the hulk well i mean like i just want to i want to hit them but i just just want to get my manager and be like, listen, no, fuck no, yeah. I'm not doing this. This is at a hotel lounge bar, by the way. I never thought I was going to meet the mistress and the wife on the same time. <gasps> oh, juicy. you do Super juicy. Oh. Juicy. So does this set the, the perspective of what I'm, I'm already for? I'm visualizing it already. Okay, so this guy has... This is, a, this is a hotel? This is a hotel. Okay. And this guy has already been staying here for, at this point, like at least six months. He's racked up. I don't even know, but whatever. I don't ask questions. It's just in my head. I'm asking. I'm asking myself questions. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. The the mistress. She's at least 24. Like she's oh. young. She's very pretty. The guy's like 60. Oh. Like not attractive, oh. but whatever. You know. That's besides the a, point. He's got a big wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just really charismatic, Sean. You know, you know, he really did have a big wallet. It was like, it extended and it had like four, la four like flaps. Really? <laughs> like, it like was the three ones, feet long. Yeah, like the ones you had the, with the pictures that go bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, all of his kids bloop, bloop. from all yeah. his ladies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like from a cartoon. Dude, no one can get mad. We're just making fun of this douchebag. Okay, you okay no, but leave us alone. Yeah, no, so this guy he he was awesome in a in a way before I knew this because I didn't know he was doing this, but whatever. So that day he had gone to a, a baseball game. He went to an Angels game and he had his whole get up ready to go. You know, he had his Angels hat, blah blah blah. He sat at the bar, had a couple kettle one vodkas and sodas, and you know, went on. He came back. He went up, came back down, and then he had another lady. What? And, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Duo? Yeah. He, where did that he happen? He pitch hit it? Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, where did that happen? And then all of a sudden, I just see him walk out. And then I see the one that was sitting at the lounge walk out again because the lady was coming. The, the young girl was coming out of the parking lot. Oh, wait. So that was the wife? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So the mistress was, they had to do a shuffle. Yeah. 
Oh snap! But she cut up on it. <gasps> she did. <gasps> wife did. Yeah, and so the 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 mistress was pulling out of the valet, and the valet was only like maybe eight cars deep. So like, so wait, did the valet get the mistress's car? No, the va- the car was already here. Like it, you, oh, the valet okay. didn't have to get it. Didn't have to touch it. Okay. The the wife came and stand be, uh, behind the car that was trying to pull out. Oh god. Oh my god! It became a scene. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, meanwhile, he likes Manhattans. He likes <laughs> oh, my Manhattans. Oh, man. Keep meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, he likes Manhattans. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep that in mind. He likes my Manhattans. <laughs> okay, so he likes my Manhattans. That's that's an important story. Okay. They're trying to pull out, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, I just see him, like, burst into tears. Oh, like, he's crying because he's no. overwhelmed with what's happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? Meanwhile, I'm trying to close out my bar because it's already, like, 10 30 i close the bar at 11 and i have still guests coming in but they seen this scene happening outside the, <laughs> the hotel and the hotel is not big it's like you know walk in into the the lobby on the left hand side is the bar and then the lounge and then all of a sudden the elevators and that's it so it's you, there's not much to see other than the valet the and then the scene yeah like this took like at least twenty minutes. I'm like, fuck. So me. okay, so what happened? So the ladies yelling at the girl. Yeah, the girls yelling at her. Like you're fucking with my husband. Blah 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 blah. And then is husband still at the bar? The husband is outside by the valet, bawling in tears. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad for him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> well, That's I mean, I don't terrible. know. I know. Well, I, I don't know this. Like <laughs> I'm just a fellow bartender making <laughs> Manhattan's. <laughs> so uh, you, you gonna pay for him? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but it gets better okay, okay. <laughs> so then for some reason they're able to have the mistress co- get out of there and then he comes back in with the wife okay so and they're back at the bar now he's back at the bar he said he brought at, this back to your bar yeah and then at mm-hmm. this place we have like little chairs like that that you have like little, just little stools with a little tabletop it's just super intimate and when cute. you sign come in were you like oh Fuck. In my head, yes. <laughs> I just cleaned up everything. God damn it. So, you know, us as bartenders, we fucking think of things on the spot. You know, we're we're good at that. I'm like, well, this Ease guy, the tension. This mofo likes Manhattan, so. <laughs> so you're like, okay. Let's go extra, because I know he likes to tip real well. So <laughs> let's go extra. So I, I decided to make table side Manhattans for him. And for him, I picked a pin hook rye with some Listau sweet vermouth. And uh, he really likes his cherries, so he, I put three cherries on each. <laughs> to try to smooth the it's, whole yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I made him table side. I I talked to him for a little bit, smooched him a little. With and the then, wife there, was she like, the wife screaming at him? She she was like, it was just there was this tense moment. Like she was happy, like I was making the cocktails, but then you could tell like he was just giving her. She was just giving him like over the top lip. And I mean, I mean, and then yeah. this this lasted like for like twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden, like he comes like, dude, I'm so sorry. He gives me two hundred dollars. You like, sir, you can come yeah, back you, here and you can do whatever you want. I'll figure it out. Times you might you be want. a genius, yeah. Luis. You yeah. might be a genius. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those are the things you like. You're like, what the fuck did I do? But okay, I'll just go with the motion. Yeah, you know, but you I, know in his head, you're like he's like, thank God dude, for this bartender. Dude. Jesus Christ, he's saving my ass so <laughs> much right now. But on the other hand, it seems like this wasn't the first time that this happened. Because no. they went straight oh, back man. to the bar to discuss. So well, I mean, I don't know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that, but that's that's the most interesting thing that happened at that's that insanity. lounge bar. Yeah, at a lounge bar, let me remind you, 
That's insanity. Oh my gosh. All right, I have a question for you. I might have an answer for you. Uh, but more so, I have rapid guess questions for you. Let's go. Are you ready to question? So basically, we're going to ask you these series of questions. You have to answer as quick as you possibly can with the most honesty and punctuality <laughs> that you possibly can Wait, 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 wait. Just know that I stutter a lot, so <laughs> this must happen a lot. That's okay. There's no there's no judgment on this podcast. Obvies. Lies. Lies. <laughs> no, there's none. I know, I know. We're clean books. Clean uh, books. All right. Are you ready? I think so. All right. Here we go. What time do you wake up? Uh, nine. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hot. Uh, yes. If you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? A margarita. Yeah, if a, yeah, yeah. If a pot of gold does not exist at the end of the rainbow, what is at the end of the rainbow? Doggies. Wait. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> when you stir a spirit forward cocktail, what do you think about? What the fuck? How long do I have to stare for? 30 seconds or 30 stirs? <laughs> <laughs> stirs. <laughs> wait each way and counterclockwise or clockwise all the way all the way yep cool do you see me in your nightmares no i'm thinking of a mythological creature what creature am i thinking of liger oh that's it (laughs) (laughs) a man walks into a bar and go he drops his tampon (laughs) (laughs) you just create a new cocktail now make up a name for it go Jambalaya. If you could only drink one cocktail for the rest of your life, what cocktail would it be? Paloma. Ooh. Ew. If to survive the apocalypse, you had to keep half of your body human, but fuse half of your body as a different animal to survive, what animal and what half? Horse. What? What half? <laughs> Horse. But what? Oh, you have to choose a half. But what half? Bottom half, top half. Bottom half. <laughs> so top half centaur. Top half Luis, bottom half. Yeah, Horse. Well, I mean, because I have normal hands. You can still bartend. Yeah, and I can still run as fuck. Yeah. Fast as fuck. Yeah. If a martini could talk, what would it say? Stir, not shaken. Okay. I guess just told you a really bad joke. What's your laugh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> can you make me something good? What do you like to make? Do you have Red Bull? Of course, motherfucker. <laughs> In my head. Yes, yes, yes. In my head. To yes. The yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Do you guys have Red Bull? No. Okay. <laughs> so then you're lying. We have kefir soda. That's not. That's what we have. Oh. So press wait, juice gives you, you higher energy. Yes. Do you have Red Bull? No. No, we have kefir soda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a trick question. That was. That was tough. Okay, but we're not going to stop there. All right. Choose one: nacho cheese or cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese. Old fashioned or Manhattan. Old fashioned. Vodka or gin? Gin. Shaken or stirred? Stirred. A ratchet hangover or two week mild cold? Russian hangover. A shot of Goldschlager or a shot of hypnotic? Goldschlager. Go camping with Donald Trump or Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Donald Trump, he won't rape me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know with that Weinstein. Oh god. I should you should well, edit, you should though. you should edit that. They should edit that. <laughs> Gluten-free or lactose intolerant? Uh, they're equally stupid, but I guess I'd go lactose intolerant because I think gluten-free is stupid. Okay. Beatles or Elvis? Beatles. 
Needy bar guest or stinky polite bar guest? Stinky polite bar guest. Five Ramos gin, gin fizzes ordered at once or five Bloody Marys ordered separately one after another after 11 p.m. at night? I would easily go for the fizzes. Swing on a star or carry moonbeams home in a jar? Moonbeams. Alton John or Little John? Alton John. Rye or bourbon? Rye. Mezcal or tequila? Destilados de agave. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah. it. To be or not to be? To be. Highball or melon ball? Melon ball. <laughs> Wait, highball or melon ball? Yeah. Highball. <laughs> Kumquats or 20 squats? <laughs> Kumquat. <laughs> We're getting into spring season. Kumquats are fall, no? They can go spring. Really? It's refreshing. Twenty squats is in spring, though. (laughs) That's why I'm going with seasonal (laughs) options. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was funny. Okay. All right, Louise. This has been fucking great. (laughs) This was awesome. I'm having a good time. Yeah, I don't want to stop, but we don't have to stop. That's true. We don't have to stop. But, but it's up to you. It's uh, at a certain point, I think everyone listening might. Very like this. These guys want to shut the fuck up. Because the only thing that's going to happen from here on out is my speech is going to start getting a little worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Unless you have target. a very deep question you want to ask me. Oh, you want a deep question? Yeah, let's go. Really? Yeah. If you could change one thing about your life, what would it have been? That's a good one. I would say try harder in high school, but that would have changed a lot. Because at that point I was playing sports, so I just did the bare minimum, just play my sports. So if, in that case, if I was more on the academic side, I wouldn't be in this side of the spectrum. I was more of a intro, uh, extrovert and just really going with the flow. And don't you think the structure of putting towards learning sports and like doing sports and that s- structure of the, that element helped develop your skills a lot. I, I have a. I, I'm a. I'm a team player. I definitely can say I'm a team player. Um, I really value that aspect of the whole atmosphere to the highest because at the end of the day, I wouldn't ask my team to do something I wouldn't do. And I'm sure your team really appreciates you for that. And I appreciate so, them, dude. And cheers, cheers to the Grasas Madre team. Cheers to all the teams out there. Cheers to all everyone that is doing cool stuff. Cheers to the whole bartender community everywhere. Um, yeah. yeah. The, big, the big team. The big team. Because in the end of the day, you know. The gladiators. We, go, we like to showcase love everywhere we go. So just yeah. show love. Let's work yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how can we find you? Well, how can we how can you find you on the on Sorry, Instagram? I'm not wearing my bow tie, but <laughs> I, I am under bow tie underscore L-U-I, Louis. And, you know, that kind of just started from... I didn't want to really wear a stupid sweaty sweater vest, vest. sweater vest. vest. And so I was like, I'm going to be unique. And I decided to wear a bow tie. I never said anything. So then every day I wore a different bow tie. I love that. And then, yeah, here I am. That's kind of how I kind of got the new job. Bow tie Louis. Bow tie Louis. Awesome. And how can we find Mestiza Negra? Uh, Mestiza Negra, you you can't miss it. You just put that on the search engine and you'll find it. And we're, to be honest, we're trying to expand. But we're all really, really about quality and just making sure that the people that want to have it know about it and just enjoy it. Because awesome. we're really in California right now. And then we can find you at Agrasis Madre in Newport Beach most of the time. 
Yeah, and if not, just book me at your events. Yeah. Hey. Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, I always like to collab, so shoot me up. All right. Yeah, let's, yes. do, let's do Hell. some cool shit. I always like to collab. Let's do it. As we as do we. So thank you so much, Luis, for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. From we the OC to Tocktails over here. Yeah. Studio. Appreciate you. Appreciate it so much. And Adele, thank you so much for uh, being you. my right hand lady. Yeah. 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 This yeah. is not yeah. bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is not bye. I'll see you later. Uh, and here at Tocktails, we're all way, way over the drinking age, so we can do so legally. But also, we don't drink and drive, and neither should you, because that is stupid and that is dumb please write share if you've been drinking we drink but we do so responsibly although we joke about not doing so but we actually do that's true and if you like our show do us a solid subscribe leave us a review leave us a review give us a dollar we i don't care if it's a i don't even <laughs> care if it's a freaking bad review give us one star i don't care just tell us you're listening uh, but yeah, but no, but don't give us one star. Yeah, just give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're at a really high five star rating right now. So like, they'll really just, just ruin just us. Don't ruin us. They'll ruin us. We'll to crumble to pieces. Just give us five. We're, fa- we're tell us what we're doing wrong. We'll fix it. We're fragile. There we fa- go. We're fragile flowers. You know what we should have done? A Yelp one. Oh my god. We fucked up. You got okay. Well, we'll do a Yelp episode again. You want to come back on? All right. Uh, and yeah, so leave us a review. Uh, this is a DIY project. All the love helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, go on our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash TalkTales the Podcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song, as well as my brother-in-law, Grayson, making our badass logo. Thank you, Adele. Thank you, me. <laughs> thank you, Shauna. Uh, thank you, AMB, for being AMB quiet for today. being a good podcast dog, a little donkey. And uh, Luis, let's go out on this podcast with... A can't do it without our teams. Yes. Can't do it without teams. Teamwork. Without let's go out with a cheers of teamwork. All about it. All right. Teamwork. 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 Oh yeah. All about the team. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.